Hi, Diamonds. Welcome to the United State of Women, a forum where professional women come together to thrive by living more connected to our power, our purpose, and our plan. We invite you to tune in every other week where we show you that you can have it all and teach you how to get it by becoming the star of your own life and not just a supporting role in your life, career, and relationships. Here with Julie Dean, my USW podcast ambassador and co-host, I am Kalina James, owner of LCR, a business consulting and leadership development coaching company. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey Diamonds, enjoy this episode of Soul Farmer, where Kalina and I were guests a couple weeks ago. Hey! Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) It's time for Soul Farmer. We're planting seeds. For heaven's harvest. Hey, we are right here in Kokomo, Indiana, and uh, it's harvest time. Yes. It's a dust bowl out there. It's so dusty. We're all a little bit congested. Yep. We've got the sinus drainage and all your furniture's dusty, your car's dusty. Shut your windows. Yep. Yep. It's time for a filter. So Soybeans, corn, whatever you got. Yep. So we uh, we are super excited because tonight it's the end of a day. Normally when we record, it's the beginning. So I'm the sure morning. I sound different. I know I'm morning. smarter in the morning. I don't know about that. I'm exhausted. <laughs> so um, I can imagine. I hope I get to speak in, in complete sentences today. So that might be interesting when we get this. Uh, yeah. And anyway, it, so it, we it. have two powerhouses up here in the studio at Cross America. And uh, we just are super excited because they're not only just powerhouses in their own rights, but they're going to share that yes. with us. Mm. Yeah. So in our studio today, we have two of the four speakers that are going to teach and impart wisdom during our podcasting workshop on November 3rd Yes, here at Cross America. If you have ever thought about a podcast or think, oh, I could do that, or maybe... I'm not just, real I sure. I need to learn a little bit more about what right, really all right. entails. Right. There's a lot more than what you think. Yeah, it's not yeah. just get in the studio and hit record. Yeah. Right. Um, so we this workshop is designed for every person at every level, friend. You're going to go in, they're going to impart their wisdom on you into you and you're going to take that and do with it what you want. So to learn more about it, go to crossamerica.net forward slash events. It's a $50 one day workshop. But you get lunch along with some coffee, coffee and some swag and just incredible amount of information from these lovely right. ladies. Right. So, so we're excited. And they are the lovely Miss Julie Deem and <laughs> Kalina James. So I'm going to let you guys do your thing. Yeah. Julie, tell us who you are and uh, what's your role in podcasting. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. I'm so excited to be here. Um, 
If you haven't been here across America, you're definitely missing out. Yes. This place is everything. Yes. Julie, she's even got an incredible drink in front of her. Right <laughs> I got an incredible drink. It is a caramel latte, an iced caramel latte with whipped cream on top. I went full sugar this afternoon. Oh. <laughs> at, at midnight tonight when she's bouncing <laughs> off the walls. Get so much done. <laughs> so um, my name is Julie Deem. I am the founder of the Business Podcast Editor, and I am also the co-host of United State of Women. We have had our podcast since 2019. We are Approaching 200 episodes. We just dropped 192 last week. Four years. You guys survived COVID. Yeah. We did. Yeah. We and you know what's cool about that is we transitioned from having an in-person studio experience to a remote recording studio option. And it was really awesome to meet people globally during the pandemic, right? Right. Like we were interviewing people in Australia and the UK. Like it was so fun. That's neat. the cool side of COVID, right? There was, wasn't a lot that was cool about it, but that was a really neat aspect. Of yeah. Making friends overseas exactly. through the internet. Exactly. Right? Interesting. Well, it wasn't toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kalina, tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having you're welcome. Oh, it's exciting. This is pretty cool. Um, like, as Julie said, obviously, um, we've gotten together probably, what, back in 2019 or 20. But she attended a United State of Women Power Brunch, which is a community event for leaders in our city who want to come together to brunch to bond and to build. And it's really a heartbeat for just collaboration, a heartbeat for women to come together to really extend opportunities for personal professional growth. We call it our power purpose plan. We come to a place where we want to just grow collectively. You're doing things that are amazing, but Julie might not know about it. Right. And And vice versa. And vice versa. And what a way to sit together at a table to collaborate and potentially walk away with a cup of coffee. So we called it United State of Women. Um, Prior to that, for the last 10 years or now, 15 years, I've been this executive business leadership development coach for LCR Coaching, which is a great way for me to be able to take everything that I've done in the public sector, private sector, and then create a phenomenal business model for nice. it. I know. I, I used to work at, for a uh, Department of Workforce Development mm-hmm. as the Department of Training Director, where I worked with people's 1200 learning plans. And not to mention that um, I've had some cool experiences just with the executive level at the state level. And thought this would be a great opportunity for me to um, walk away from that and really get in front of what I truly believe was important. And that was the leadership development of executive leaders who had who were responsible for all of these processes. So long story short. Um, you know, I had this passion for women to come together to thrive and the brunch was a really great segue to do it. And then here comes this phenomenal Miss Julie Dame, who's just thought, I just want to help serve. And we'll talk more about how we move forward. But um, today I also get the opportunity of hosting, uh, co-hosting that podcast right. with her. But then in addition, um, we've got this really cool new venture of LifeQuest, which is the CRM that I'm hoping we'll talk about a little bit too, which is nice. The, yes, yeah. we, we'll need to get yeah. into that. We'll get Absolutely. into that. There's a lot to unpack yes. when it comes to Julina. There, yeah, there is. There that's is. why we and, were excited about how. And we only learned about you, was it last year when I was, no, yeah, well, last year at the, um, the Global Leadership Global Conference. Leadership, you yeah. interviewed. And did, Even before that. You volunteered or something. Yes. Here. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. A1 Ministries, Correct. Andy, 
and is a close friend of mine because Angie church, Lina. we all go to family worship um, center. Yeah. See, we need Angie in here. We need to get her up in the studio. I love Angie. Shout out to Angie. Shout out to yeah. Angie and her um, husband, Davey. Dave. Oh my gosh. So Dave, yeah. So I'm, I serve in the, in the media department at our church. So Dave nice. is technically my church boss, but you know, we're, nice. we're sure. all volunteers and I run the live stream at our church. Um, I help with the social media and um, our Family Worship Center, we're all pretty close there. And so through that, that's how I initially heard about Kalina. Okay. She was on gotcha. our praise and worship team. For 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that wow. crazy? I knew her from a distance. You know, I was <laughs> she in the balcony voice. and she was on the stage. <laughs> right? Isn't that crazy, though? You're, every conversation we've had in this room has involved your childhood influential church and yeah. where you go now and Absolutely. your church family. And it's a huge part of the seeding process like and the, the nurturing in your life. It is, man. It's Positive. the soil. Exactly. Yeah. I can't imagine not having one. And it's wild because now as a mom with an eight-year-old and a two-year-old, I'm so grateful every day that I have, you know, children that have close friends that are, you know, their parents, mm-hmm. we're all close in the church. And I forget it's such, it's something that I often overlook as like, I feel like it's such a normal thing. But now having a child in third grade and hearing like her friends don't go to church and right. they don't, you know, outside of her church friends, like right. she doesn't really know many people in school that go to church regularly or can say they have friends from church. And I think it's such a blessing, one, but two, like it's, I'm so grateful that I can can have that connection. Right. Well, I can tell you looking back on that influence and that in those relationships in my own personal life, I remember and I know the importance of having parents that fellowship like that, that had relationships. It was, it's what molded me as an as a mm-hmm. adult today right. and, and, and understand the importance of making sure that my children were also involved in that. But just the relationships over 50 years with people that you mm-hmm. just oh, depend yeah. upon, you could relate, you could relate to, and you knew that they had a deep faith that you just thought, oh, I can go to that person if I need him. I mean, there's right. just, it's like being home with someone because, right. you the, the whole point is that we were together in Christ mm-hmm. and having those uh, safe relationships were always really important. So mm-hmm. I think what you're doing is important for your kids. I mean, we've well, all done our best to do that, I know. My eight-year-old made the decision this year to get baptized. Oh, oh, and nice. the person cool. who awesome. baptized her is her pediatrician since she was born. And I see, think, yeah. you know, how full circle he has to be so proud to see her, you know, get, seeing her grow wow. to make a decision is so, it's so exciting because I never yeah. thought like eight years old was I doing at eight, like to make that kind of a decision so young, but to know that she's had that, you know, faith and mm-hmm. trust in God, it's such a good feeling. Well, somebody planted some seeds in her life. Oh, exactly. What it to me like. Exactly. And it's funny because we were in prayer this morning. We we have a prayer on Thursday, on Tuesdays at 11 o'clock. Anybody can come and join us at the cross and we pray for the ministry. We pray for all the aspects of Cross America. But one of the people that was praying was like, isn't it interesting how many churches you drive by today that are I have like a handful of cars and there's these big buildings and, and after really through COVID people didn't come back to church. They're still kind of wondering. They're back. still like just Slowly. hesitant. And or they've gotten attached to the live stream feed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The convenience. I mean, but I miss the fellowship. I like to see people yeah. and hug them and yeah. have that connection. So we're finding too. value with um, live stream, but we're also finding value with our adult children. Our adult children are in ministry now. That's right. Awesome. Yes. So, can you imagine how cool that is for my husband and I to yes. spend time watching them thrive? Right. Yeah. Next right. Come on now, and then have their children. Right. Right. Well, mm. I just continue to cling to that scripture. Um, you know, 
when um, raise your children in the way they should go, and when they are old, they will not depart. That's I right. Still, I'm right. Playing that every day over my children. Not not all kids are, are walking the way they should. Maybe I don't know, but we just pray that God has a hold of them, yeah. and we keep praying that in His timing, they all of, all of our mm-hmm. children will come to know Him in that way, or, or just have a special bond and relationship. He, we can trust Him. Yeah, yeah we can. Yeah. Right. We can trust yeah. Him for the outcome. Absolutely. But what we're here to talk about today is seed planting. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about because of how that relationship started with the two of you. You met each other at church, which is an incredible foundation. But how did that relationship begin to solidify and you began to bond and then all this stuff happened? Like who, who, I mean, which, how, give us a little background on that. So she didn't, we didn't formally know each other at church. Like I said, I was like, (laughs) she was balcony girl. Her husband was handling sound. Like I knew Vaughn better than I knew Kalina. Like if we break it down. So I would hear her voice on the radio though, on Z92.5. Shout out to them. (laughs) She'd be like, it's a time for the brunch. So 2017, I heard her ad over and over again. And I was like, you know, I should check that out. But I didn't go. So 2018, the commercial comes around again. This is the the next year's brunch. And I'm like, well, you know, I've heard this ad now again. Maybe I should check it out. And I was in a weird season in my life. My daughter was three at the time. And I kind of hit this season where I felt like I checked all the boxes off. You know, I got married. I had a child. Now I'm not really sure what I'm doing with my life. Do we have more kids? Do I pursue a career? Like my daughter's going to be in school soon. What do I do? And through that, this brunch come up two years in a row. And I was like, you know, Kalina, she goes to my church. I can trust that. She's a good person. And what do I have to lose? I should message her and see if I can volunteer to help out the event. Then I won't even have to spend money on tickets. Oh, <laughs> you are a smart girl. I was like, let me just hit I'm her up way on to Facebook. Try, check the situation out. I see that. Check it. You know, I know she. I know our church. Like we're we're cool enough, right? Yeah. Let me message her. I, in fact, I sent you a Facebook friend request, and when you accepted it, you were like, "Thanks for connecting." And I was like, "That's my in." Yeah. So I sent her a message, and I was like, "Do you need any help for the brunch?" Mind you, it's like two weeks before the event. <laughs> Do you need any help? She's like, oh, yeah, sure. We can find a place for you at the registration table, opening the doors for our guests when they're Very coming nice. in the building. Yeah. I was like, that's nice. I can handle that. Like, yeah. just stand at the door, open the door. Yeah. And um, she goes, Tanya, who also goes to our church, will reach out to you on Sunday after church and collect $50 for your ticket. <laughs> that did not come out the way you thought it was going that to. Would not be a discount. <laughs> Do not collect. Oh well. Yeah, I'd have a little blood in the game. Uh, yeah. That's okay. I get it. Yeah. Well, there's a little bit of a story behind that. You know, there's ministry uh, models that I had draw draw from. I drew from. Right. Right. Exactly. And you know, I thought these are volunteers that are coming together as a partnership to create an experience for women in our city. And there was no way I wanted to jeopardize. The experience by giving away free tickets right. and not having the resources to create that in- environment. And so the ticket, $50 was just covering cost. Exactly. And we we totally you understand. It, we it, get that. It. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, all women, 35 of them, you know, paid $50 to just ensure that we could really create an environment for us collectively. And it seemed like a win-win. I mean, I still mm-hmm. put out and I still open those doors. Like <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to serve. I went hard. I paid a lot of money for a nice pink blazer from Banana Republic. Nice. I was like ready. <laughs> and then yeah. in the beginning of 2019, yes. um, we were in the planning committee and I now I'm invested, right? Like I have this blazer. So 
<laughs> I showed up and Kleena was like, well, maybe we can put you into our social media marketing group and you can help out with the content planning. And I said, well, what about starting a podcast? And Kleena's like, tell me more. <laughs> Yeah. Right. So you did not have one at that point. No, I had no idea. But I said, I think Julie's going to take us into the future. Nice. I said, I think she is. I think I, Julie is taking us into the future. We had no idea. No freaking clue. No yeah. clue. We paid gobs of money to some dude in New York. Greg Clunas. <laughs> we always draw his Shout name. Shout out for him. He's yes. the host of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Big podcast station. Yeah. yeah. He helped us you know, figure out what we needed to do. And that looked like not very helpful at all. It was like, oh, yeah, you go get equipment, you record and you send it to a hosting platform. And I was like, and all the in-between parts. Right. This is 2019, This is 2019. January 2019, we start talking about it. And so we invest in a studio at the Chamber of Commerce building. We got a room, set up our equipment. I have some old photos. I'll have to send them to you. It's oh, like literally a table with two mics and we were like, look, we're broadcasting! That's so cool. <laughs> and people were like, what's a podcast? They were like, where know. do I go on YouTube to and listen to that? Yeah, to that? yeah. Where do I watch that? Exactly, exactly. Right? <laughs> awesome. Is that a vlog? Right, right. And so we worked throughout the whole summer. We worked our butts we off. Did. I actually pulled a couple days out. I was working um, an hour away from town as massage therapist. So by trade, I'm a massage therapist since oh. 2005. Okay. Wow. Fun fact. Yeah. And I was ready to take a couple days off my schedule down in Noblesville so that I could be in Kokomo a couple of days. And I started my business, the Greater Kokomo Massage Studio, where I was seeing clients in between editing podcasts. Oh, my God. Yeah, so totally. They were both next That's door. That's awesome. They were. Back, they were. I know. My office, podcast studio. Her massage therapy. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we come to hilarious. this, and it was it was awesome. I was seriously changed from the brunch. Like I was like, oh, "This is what I'm doing. I'm stepping to my purpose. I'm gonna get things going. I'm gonna I'm gonna move and I'm gonna shake and I'm gonna just lean into what God has for me. Everything I want is going." Yeah. And so wow. I was like, "All faith. Let me just take a couple days off my schedule. We'll figure it out. We'll figure this out." And we were preparing for that October to do a live podcast on stage at the brunch that year. So yeah. 2019's brunch, we had already launched an entire season of podcast episodes leading up to the brunch. And we recorded a live show that we launched as our season two opener at the beginning of 2020. And I don't oh think people goodness. understood how fire that was. They <laughs> did. They did. That's there why were some our people like, oh episode. my gosh. Yes, because you could hear the audience in the background oh. and the cheers. It's like Brene Brown on <laughs> HBO. <laughs> That's the real thing. Like in Chicago. Wait, wait, don't tell me. One of those. Yeah, we had a yeah, panel awesome. of C yeah. suite women in the community that were made. Dr. Reba Harris was oh, there. Wow. Oh, I love her. We had a bank executive. We had yeah, yeah. Mary. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We had so many great Mary people. Party. Like we, mm -hmm. we had. So many Dr. Dana Stewart. Stewart yes. Oh my gosh! Like so many great people on, at the table with us, and it was it was awesome. It really was. And that's when people were like, "Oh, this is what podcasting. That's is. what it's like." Okay. Yeah, it was that's fire. So cool. And it really then was. The world shut down. Then the world shut down. <laughs> But the music, the trailer, you know, our trailer started to come across air while people were networking and mingling. Oh, nice. And then they were like, what's happening? And see all these people start coming to the stage with lights, camera, action. Yeah. And 
the one young lady shared with me afterwards. She's like, do you know what's happening? They're recording a live podcast right now. So and you're so, really educating great. people as well as you're, right. as yes. you're doing this in front of everyone. You yes. Power packed it right in there. We That's did. so cool. It was they cool. able to do that. It was cool. Trendsetters. Yes. It was fun. It was so fun. And then we were ready for 2020 to do it again. <laughs> and then everything was the like. The world shut yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. Just basically a whole season of, of, of shows before you even started your I'm, when you started. So yeah, that's correct. That's the first big hint uh, for our November. Yes. Is, is you've got to have, got to have content. content. Yes. To get and it was banked. It was yeah. banked. You know, that was one of the hardest things, you know, that I think we aimed for because we knew it required us to do a lot of recording in advance. Mm-hmm. Right. But it really set us up for success when the pandemic happened. We had Episodes in the library. Episodes back then too. Right now, there's so many shortcuts as far as. Or you just know what you're doing. Well, there's. (laughs) I mean, we were like. (laughs) I cut one episode. I cut out every single gap, and Gleena's like, "I don't think it sounds like I took one breath." (laughs) (laughs) Did you have to cut everyone? I was like, "Cut all the gaps." We did one by one. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't do that. <laughs> it <laughs> was funny. fire. I have to say it was a memorable moment. But that a seed. Was a marker for But it was a that seed was that was planted. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and you guys, were, there's miracle grow. Like God gives us sometimes that <laughs> yeah, miracle grow. for sure. And and you you get, I sometimes I'll get ideas that are truly, like, it's had amazing. to come from God. And I'm like, and they happen overnight. Like even the name no, Soul you just, Farmer. you just go to sleep. I go to sleep. Do. I do sleep a lot. It's a known <laughs> fact. And God, tap, tap. Gives me all kinds of great names and ideas and designs, and I can knock things out 10 times faster when it's not um, uh, been empowered by him. I struggle. I, yes. look at, I look at the screen and I'm like, Ugh. That's why I truly believe that this was a godsend. Right. Because 200, almost 200 episodes in with the wow. pandemic and with us working professionals and we have individual lives and you went off to have a baby and all kinds Aww. of things, you know, we were able to maintain. To and continue. I don't think we missed a beat. We actually... We released every other week. And we then, started with bi-weekly and then we switched to weekly. And nice. we've been weekly ever since. For like wow. 75% of the episodes at this point. Wow. We haven't missed a, a week. And I do have to contribute a lot of that to the the force behind what we get a chance to do because she tapped into her power. Right. She tapped into a, a purpose and she's executing a plan. Well, she has incredible organizational skills. We've been meeting to discuss this workshop and you, you've already got it all mapped out like your little brain can't not put it in and i love that because that's how i think if i haven't gotten an excel sheet I it's also not know real kalina very well at yeah. this point you guys she are good needs, partners like visual and she needs certainty and she needs to know what's <laughs> going on and she she doesn't want to just be thrown into the bin so if, before, there's no shooting from the hip are you kidding me <laughs> no i'm, I'm, I'm from the hip i do i'm, I'm, I'm the one that's kind of like well let's just figure it out when we go she's like let's let's come up with a plan that we can figure it out after we've got the <laughs> It comes from being a good worship leader. We don't just blend our voices on stage. No, we We work. do sound check. We plan That's ahead. That's right. And we practice an hour Otherwise, before. it is not a joyful <laughs> noise. And so when I I've been around the block on that one. <laughs> and when I had the the thought to come approach you guys about the the workshop, that's who I reached out to. You know, I was like, Kalina, like, I got this great idea. Like, I would love, I think, you know, they got this great podcast studio. What awesomeness would it be if we could, you know, get rid of those barriers and mm-hmm. invite people in the mm-hmm. community to not feel intimidated? This is such a beautiful studio, such great equipment. Right. And it's ready. Like, people can use it. And I think they just need to understand, you know, what goes on to get that comfortability to come in here and do that. And so you guys were the first people I thought I was like this, you know, I was feeling frustrated that in Indiana, there's not enough like podcast community. Right. 
but I don't have to wait for it to start. Yeah, we can make start own. it. Absolutely. We can plant and the seeds here and become the central right. hub for exactly. Indiana. And the same week you had that idea, that Kayla and Johnny from So Will I Studios, they had the same conversation. It was it like was verbatim. Kind of crazy. Kind yeah. of crazy because we were like, this is wait a minute. wait a minute. I just heard this same idea with some. She goes, yeah. "No, no, no! If this is this is a God thing." Well, Crystal, I remember Crystal. You were like, "This isn't a mistake. This came up twice in the morning. We, we yes. got to check this one out. This is a two <laughs> by four up to the head. We got to do time to pay attention. So. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So. Well, you know, I just don't think that you can." Um, dismiss the fact that we had so many generous donors in this community, right. the big one being the Community Foundation of Howard County, mm-hmm. um, that just donated so lovingly to this endeavor. And, and I mean, we, we sat 65, almost $70,000 worth of uh, donations came in for this, and it is right. just state of the art in the fact that we have it available for anyone, you know, who can walk in and, and, and hopefully easily operate the equipment. Um, so I, there's just no mistake this is supposed to be here. Right. I right. mean, if, I even just looking at it, you think to yourself, okay, it looks like it's always been a part of the It building. really does it's when you're really down crazy. below. Yeah. It's, it's so beautiful. Our contractors did a great job. It's just a very, very pleasing to the eye as well. And you look out over across America and you've got this big on-air sign. It's super cool. Yes. You know, it's just really a fun thing. Right, so we right. Just don't. See, we're not Kokomo on the map. Yeah. And we always say, we're yeah. not this smart, only God is. God exactly. is this smart, not yeah, us. Yeah, he is. I love it. Sometimes yeah. we listen and we things happen because right. we are obedient to what he's asking. And us that's to when do. the accelerant steps in. You know, we put right. this workshop together like in lightning speed, right? I we mean, really we, did. We, you know, Jen has a lot going on. You have a lot going on. Crystal Clean has a lot going on. Like we've been able to seamlessly move this out without feeling every like everybody's spread. There's the no panic in it. Yeah. I feel like, nope. like even just some of the things that have happened naturally organically yes, for us. So. Yes, yes, That's the way yeah. it's supposed to be. Because we're it on is. the same page. That's right. right. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Right. Hey, this is your girl, Kalina James, and I want to chat with you for just one moment. Are you a coach, consultant, content creator, trainer, counselor, mentor? Well, maybe you wear all of the service hats at the same time. Maybe you're all of them. And I want to let you know about an awesome new tool for your growing business. It's called LifeQuest, Live Your Forever Quest, with brandable features that make it possible to run multiple businesses and sell paid resources under one umbrella. LifeQuest is the newest mobile CRM platform for your growing business. Now, LifeQuest is helping dynamic professionals just like you save time and money while managing your business. The support team would love to show you what LifeQuest can do for you. Click the link in the show notes to get started. And at LifeQuest, we're not just one more thing. We're the thing. Now back to your show. Well, tell us a little bit about some of your early beginnings. I think it's important to know maybe how the seeds were planted in your personal life mm-hmm. to know who Christ, like what, what kind of, who, who helped you with that? Kalina, start with you first. Maybe tell us a little bit about maybe your, your walk and yeah. maybe who, who was it that just introduced you to Christ or planted that first wow. seed for your wow. life? Wow. Wow. We've, you got hours, you've got time. <laughs> it's been a journey. Paint the picture. Oh my gosh. So July 17th, 1988 ah. was the day that I dedicated my life to the Lord. Nice. It's the day I gave my life over to God and confessed myself. I might have been one. (laughs) 
I was I, I was I was turning. I was seventeen. Wow. Going on eighteen years old. Wow. wow. Yeah. So in my home, I was the very first um, person who had committed their life to the Lord and faithfully attended mm-hmm. church. When I look at my stepfather and my mother and my three siblings, so you were not raised in a no. in a church environment. No, it was around. It was in the atmosphere. It yeah. was attended or you know believed or you know, participated with other family members, but not any aunts or uncles or brothers, um, you know, mother or father or grandparents, none of that. So it, how did you get to church? Yeah. So that's going to be the Yeah. The here's the deal. So I had a, a gentleman in my neighborhood um, who uh, was running with the wrong crowd, who lived a life in nefariousness and he was running with gangs and stuff. And so he had grown up with my family, 12, you know, 12 years old, mm-hmm. Boy Scouts and all that good jazz. But long story short, he had given his life to the Lord. And um, we had, didn't see him one summer and thought, what's going on with him? Where is he at? Mm. He come around with a new song and dance. Um. And he was confessing Christ and sharing to us his story. And no young adult wanted to listen, but I listened. And I remember late nights sitting on the porch, just inner city girl living in Cleveland, Ohio, on the east side. Wow. It's hot, no air conditioning in the house. And you're just sitting there hearing somebody share Christ to you. And I had questions about salvation and mm-hmm. life after death and who I heard this before. But, you know, do you know the answer? Yeah. And he says, I don't know all the answers, but <clears throat> I do know where we can go and find some. Wow, And that was a Bible study right around my corner that was happening on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I would just attend these Bible studies. And in that moment, when I very, my very first Wednesday night, when we bow our heads to pray and I was holding their hands, something broke over me. I started Mm. to have this moment of tears. You have to know my story. Um, I'm that tough girl. (laughs) I don't cry. (laughs) You know, Mm. and for all of a sudden me bowing my head to pray and then feel a sense of Mm -hmm. emotion. I was like, what is this? Yeah. The Holy Spirit was getting in there. It was. It was. He was getting in there. It was pouring into those cracks. Yes. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I attended um, Bible study for quite some time for the summer. You want to come to church? You want to come to church? Do you want to come to church? I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I don't have the clothes. Don't have the clothes. Don't have the clothes. And um, we didn't. We were you know, a family that lived, you know, uh, in humble beginnings and um, didn't think that I should go to church any kind of way. Right. And um, he decided to buy me clothes. Oh, yeah. Wow. He bought me a nice outfit, nice little jacket and pants and said, you want to go to church now? And I did. And I remember that day and saying, this is the day that I'm going to give my life to the Lord and um, went to church that Sunday, had heard all about the the church and the family members there and all the people. Um, never really met the pastor because I had been going to Bible study. And um, I decided to give my life to the Lord that day. And uh, a couple of months later, I decided to um, uh, give my, you know, do a baptismal service. I wanted to be baptized. So my mom, who hadn't been going to church or anyone in my family for that matter, was sitting there watching me get baptized. And the Holy Spirit spoke to her and said, I've been calling you. I've been calling you. I've been calling Mm -hmm. you. And this is my last time calling you. And I guess that got her butt up. (laughs) And the pastor had made a call and says, if you want to come, there's room for you. We can wait for you if you want to be baptized today. And she got up 
under the spirit of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and just felt like, oh my God, I'm moving and I'm not sure what's happening, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm answering this this call mm-hmm. and I am responding to this, I guess, call all her life where God has been asking her to come forward. And here she is coming downstairs, getting ready to get baptized with me. Wow. What an wow. experience with your mother. I know. I, mean, <laughs> I just keep going. Who planted that in him, that I, young man? Don't you know? Do you know? I don't know. I see, think we don't get to see the fruits, but that's a big, that. yes. huge <laughs> bushel and a peck. Like that's a bucket. Yes. Wow. And it has been the change that's for beautiful. my life ever since. And I've been serving the Lord ever since. And it's been, you know, some years. I'm not 18 anymore, 17 anymore. And mm. so to you. You're 20, 21. Girl. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, I'm 29. I'll, take it. I'll take it. You know, reverse but, my number. <laughs> but that family lineage, that break that yes. God had said. I have more for you. Yes. And it doesn't even end there because no. the place where I um, started going to Bible study, those that family became my godparents, my my godparents. Right. Sure. Because my mom was 17, 16, 17 when she had me. Mm. So, you know, it was interesting to see seasoned family members who yeah. were raised under this this umbrella of a, of a Christian faith home. Right. And this was their structure. And they mm-hmm. come from the South. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're both parents are still married together and their parents are married. So, mm. you know, it was a little different for me. And so my mom was moving away from the neighborhood and I didn't want to move because this was my place for access right. to oh, my Bible yeah. study. So I humbly asked if I could move in and if I could, you know, pay rent and be a part and not take me away from the thing that was giving me, you know, connection, mm-hmm. giving me life. Giving you life, right. Yeah. And they were kind enough to do that. And um, I paid my $50 a month for my rent. Wow. <laughs> gave were them you all in my... school? Or yes, you... I was. And I was you in were college. Working? I was just working. Oh, I gave my goodness. Look, I gave him my food stamps. I gave him my $50 in wow. cash for my wow. accountability to be responsible to the opportunity of living in a home that I was really being fed spiritually. And wow. I can remember the days, you guys, when I would look at how they just lived. And they had bacon and sausage together for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and I would always say, I would always say, They're rich. you know, yeah, you're rich. You, you ha- you, and then I would see what they were eating for dinner, like roast beef and, right. you know, and greens. Lovely and, food. Yeah. Right. And I was, and I called it holiday food. Oh, I said, you guys eat holiday food every night. Right. Wow. Yeah. So you can imagine it was such an eye-opening experience, Different but background. one that I, I knew that God was doing something on my behalf. And well, um, he was changing you. And he really and was. As Jennifer said your your family tree was changing. Yes, and it was at the most, um, you know, inspirational years of my life. Oh yeah, because it could have gone a whole other direction. Oh my gosh, nineteen, twenty, twenty one. You know, those right. three years of my life was formed underneath this home structure of you know, there's nothing good after dark, so you need to be home yes. by eleven. Yeah, you know, and the home set of prayer, the home set of Bible study, of reverence, and a honor. safe place. Yeah, a get safe up on place to yeah, land. Yeah, get up on Saturday morning, and clean up. We don't sleep in. You know, it was just such a life transforming. God really placed you in such a special place. Mm -hmm. And then gave me a surrogate father, you know, someone that I really looked to, to learn. And there were times I can get emotional thinking about it, but I was um, responsible for making my way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can tell that they um, provided access, but wasn't going to cripple me. But made you independent. That's right. And And self-sufficient. That's right. And so I remember having to travel probably about a 20 or 30 minute walk um, from the bus to home. And we lived in a really rough neighborhood. 
it wasn't uncommon for, um, I've been almost kidnapped three times living in this neighborhood. Wow. So it wasn't uncommon wow. for you have to watch your back. But the rule was I would get off the bus and it would be about 11 or 12 at night. And um, I would always make a, a phone call and it would be a collect call from a Kalina James. Would you accept the charges? And they would say no. Oh. But that meant I got yeah. off the bus and I right. was walking home. Right. And, you know, it was just that type of hmm. firestorm. But the beauty of God's grace over my life and this new transformational experience I was having, but I was growing up at the same time. Sure. But I, I knew that um, God had called me to something early on in that, in that journey of just discovering who he was right. that didn't really unfold until moving here. Didn't really. Well, unfold. how did you get to yeah. Kokomo? Because you're in yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. So. And that's something. Yeah. So you're in college. Did now. you marry yeah. that guy? I married that guy in college. I, <laughs> I married that guy. The guy that, that was, yeah. that had yeah. talked no, to you on the porch. No, not that guy. Not that guy. Not that guy. Not that guy. That guy. Not that guy. I did not marry that guy. But I married, I married that guy that I'm married to now for 35 years or 30, 33 years now. Wow. And, um, um, he moved, we moved here because my, my dad who, um, um, God bless me with at age 18 of discovering who, you know, this man was, um, came into my life and was there ongoingly after my 18, mm. 19, 20 years. And then he gave me away in our my wedding. And then long story short, he offered my husband opportunity to work here at Chrysler. And I had our son, our second child. And long story short, you know, we came up here to show him his grandchildren. And he was like, you want to work here? And we was like, not me, but him, maybe. But <laughs> yeah. we moved here. And you got to understand, um, you know, I was 21 when I got married. Mm. And there's a lot of developmental growth between 17 and 21. And I knew God was working on me and working through me and showing me who, what the plans he had for my life. But, you know, you get married sometimes a little younger than you probably mm -hmm. should. But, you know, God worked even through that and... I had to put my vision or the dreams of what I believe God was calling me to on hold. Right. And I did. I put myself on hold until um, my kids graduated from high school and I started to do those brunches. Wow. Yeah. But in the meantime, you know, I'm starting a practice, a career, I'm working, but then decided to walk away and I'm five years into my full-time gig and my entrepreneurship and then realize there's some common threads that are happening in this city that I think deserves a conversation. And that's how the brunches got started. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> so, <laughs> she took my breath away. I know. I, there's nothing for me to tell. That's about. a great story. So, Did, you obviously and, and knew then it. The intersection of the two. She of hasn't you. even told you. Like that was like the Reader's Digest. I was version. gonna say. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like get the book. Well, we'll have her, we'll have her back. Oh, do you have a book? I do. <gasps> really? <laughs> is it all already it done? Yeah. 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 Is it it, yeah. You search my name under Amazon. Oh, girl. Is it on Audible? Because you. Well, my eyes be, are tired at the end of the day. Make sure we put that on the Oh, it's going to be in my show yeah. notes. Yeah. It's yeah. called I Will Live My Power Purpose Plan. I, okay. Amazon.com. Yeah. Amazon.com. I, I do have to say one day I was going to meet someone and it was like a Saturday morning and I walked to a coffee shop that's near my house and there's this lady in there. It was you. Doing some kind of thing. Stop. And, yeah. 
Yep, it was. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I, I thought my meeting was like at nine, but it was at ten because you know I'm me. And so I just sat there by myself, and Stop. I don't ever do that. I never get time alone. I'm never, and I might have. I don't even think I had my dog. I think I was by myself, you know, twiddling my thumbs. And I met you because you came over. Well, I was, I was mesmerized by what you guys were doing. Yeah, was it like 2019? Yeah, you were talking about diamonds and and maybe. Different jewels. Yes. Yeah, we're diamonds, right? So right. there's a theory behind diamonds, right? But so, I'll never forget that. Yeah. And I think I found you because I knew you where you went to church because I know a lot of the people that go to church there, um, which is another story from another time. But it's just so how funny God weaves that in and out. Like, Yeah, that is so cool because... Do you remember that? Yes. That that, pod, when you guys, were you doing a podcast? No, we were doing cafe coaching. I was totally different. Oh my I gosh. wasn't there. I came to visit every yes. now and then, but I, she didn't like, I was disruptive. We were too... <laughs> I was... I, so That's my big, name. I need a shirt. Disruptive. <laughs> big Ben allowed me the opportunity to film and record live right. studio audience with coaching. Okay, that's what you were doing. who signed up for... Hey, I'm looking for people who are struggling with and having issues with. And they would sit and allow me to coach them while people watch. Well, I was the girl in the way in the back that looked like she was homeless. (laughs) I had really hustled to get there by nine and my appointment was at 10. Well, we should do a shout out to Debbie uh, Kurt Copeland, who owns Big Coffee here in Copeland. Another great coffee shop. Phenomenal people, phenomenal coffee shop. They just have done so much for that particular neighborhood that they're involved in as well. That's so cool. They're involved with all kinds of different kinds of people. Correct. So Correct. Just, they're just great people. Yeah. There's a lot of fertile soil in Kokomo. I always say that. There just is so cool. on every yeah. corner. So, well, gosh, I, uh, we're going to have to have you back for a little bit. <laughs> but give us a little bit of a. Hey, Julie. Yeah, Julie are you still here? We're on the edge of our seats. No, we're on the edge of our seats to hear you, what you're going like, to tell us yeah, about. Yeah, give us your story. Where God brought well, you from. You know, it's definitely very different than Kalina's. Um, I grew up in South Korea, and when I look at my life, get out of here! You you did? <laughs> yeah, I did. My mom's Korean, and my dad is American. He's from Pennsylvania. He was in the Air Force. Okay. And so I lived in Korea from kindergarten all the way up through ninth grade. Wow, you love kimchi, I bet. I you. love a kimchi. I can make all kinds <laughs> of kimchi, and I um was. Like I said, I can I can see God working in my life throughout mm. my entire life. And even when I was a kid, I had synced up with some Korean kids and I would go to their Korean church. And Korean church is so different. Like you, the Korean kids, that they run the kitchen, so they fix the food, and then you go to service, and then after service, you wow. serve all the grown-ups' food, and then you get to really? eat out and kick it and eat all the food that you want. And it mm. it was always my way of getting my Korean language time in and my Korean reading in. Um, but my mom, she went to a different church. So we didn't even go to the same church. Really? Um, and there was one church on base. So I went, <laughs> my dad was... Um, my well, dad how was, old were you at this point? Okay. We, we moved to Korea when I was five and mm-hmm. I probably started going to Korean church when I was in third grade. Okay. And to give you an idea of what it was like, my dad was stationed four hours away at a high military clearance base. So they weren't allowed to have families there. So he was living in a barracks with oh another my. man. Oh, so you and, guys were by yourself without him? Mm-hmm. With my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my dad would come home on the weekends. And so my mom... She would be out, you know, hanging out with her friends, doing other stuff. And so we'd, you know, hang out with all the neighborhood kids. We didn't have base housing. We lived off base. My dad wasn't a high enough rank to get us into mm-hmm. housing on base. So I was running around with like Korean street kids. And so we wow. were, um, we stuck out. 
<laughs> so I don't look very Korean. Well, and in the nineties, you might have like, been a little tall. <laughs> it was it was difficult to like you know find friends. Right. So you know we mostly spoke Korean, and I'd synced up with these Korean kids, and so I would go with them to their Korean church. Eventually, we got onto base housing, and I would start going to the base church because I could ride the shuttle bus. And that was a Christian based church, yep, right? Yep. I mean, I what I understand is in Korea has like the largest Christian. Yep. Apostolic Church in the world, right? Right, right. Huge. And so the one on on base, I think, was more Catholic. Okay. Um, I only just because I remember it being slower paced, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little more liturgical. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we, um, through nine eleven, ended up in New Mexico for a brief time, and then in Las Vegas. So I moved mm-hmm. to Las Vegas my sophomore year, and that was a really tough season for me. You know, um, high school. You know, I started ninth grade in Korea, and I transitioned to four different high schools by the end oh, of my freshman year. Oh, that rough. So, you know, moving from what I knew was home to making new friends in high school and not fitting in, you know, I had come from a place where all my friends were half Korean, half white, half Korean, half black, half Korean, half Hispanic. Like, mm. we were all half Korean something to be in the United States where being biracial was kind of like seen weird. Like, I didn't fit in with Asian kids. I didn't fit right. with kids. Oh, People thought gosh. I was weird because my dad was military. And um, then moving to Las Vegas, where it's like the public school system is so different than Indiana, mm-hmm. <laughs> but trying to like integrate into high school life and trying to figure out who you are, I was really angry. And I was in marching band, and I had a friend in marching band who was Filipino. And, you know, you start to find your little Asian friends that are half Asian, and you're right. like, well, now there's comfort because we're both half Asian and we're both half white. Her dad was retired military. And she was like, why don't you come with me to my church? And so she was going to a Nazarene church. Mm-hmm. Um, we were really close. We had a nice children's ministry. We'd go on winter retreats. We had weekly Bible studies mm-hmm. all throughout high school. And then shortly after high school, the church dissolved. Mm-hmm. It, um, mm-hmm. They sold to a Hispanic congregation. And just like that, you stop going to church because oh. all your friends aren't right. there, right? right. And um, now I'm 19, living in Vegas, <laughs> <laughs> doing my own thing, freedom, 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 mm-hmm. party. I don't need God, right? Like, I've got other stuff going on. Right. Like, Sundays at time suck for me. I don't want to be involved. And in 2013, I totaled my truck. Mm. And it was a beautiful day. Like, two weeks before that, though— Back to how God has always been in my life. A woman came in for a massage. I was working full-time massage therapist. So you already had your degree at that point. Oh, yeah. I've been doing this since 2005. So (laughs) I'm working at a spa, and this lady randomly comes in for a massage, and she's like, hey, Julie, I had to book a massage with you. Her husband was a pastor. Neither one of them barely spoke any English. This is a Mexican couple. They don't speak English. And she's like, I had to come see you. I'm like, why? She's like, I keep getting this vision that you're going to get in an accident. But I want to prepare you because it looks like you're okay. Wow. And so she's telling me about how I'm going to total my truck and how she sees me outside of my truck. That's incredible. And she wanted me to be prepared because she sees it coming. So literally two weeks later, it's like 4th of July, 2013, I'm driving home and I hit a light pole. I hit a fire hydrant. I hit a brick wall. Like if you see my truck, it is totaled. And And you were okay. I was 1000% okay. I was not prepared, though, for the mental, emotional sadness that came with it. Right. You know, I felt really embarrassed coming from an Asian mom and a military dad. I didn't want to tell them that I ruined like a $30,000 truck. You know, it was my truck. I didn't think about how they would be just so grateful that I was alive, right? right? right. So you have all these different things. And so I Guilt. really had 
a tough few months trying to process like what happened, how dumb am I? And then I ended up in Indiana visiting for our pastor's 40th year of <laughs> serving yeah, and ministry. And serving. It was yeah. so Pastor Appreciation Month and our pastor's birthday coincide together in the same month. And they were hosting this beautiful event at Family Worship Center, and I was invited to go. And that was my first time meeting Pastor Bradley. Mm -hmm. And from there, I believe that's when I started to understand what relationship with God looked like. Mm -hmm. When I moved here in December, I started going to church regularly. I started having an interest in serving again. We were singing in the Alzheimer's ward at Golden Living. Like, I was so about God and Jesus. I was like one of those new fresh Christians where I was like, have you heard about Jesus? Mm -hmm. Let me talk about my friend Jesus. (laughs) I call it Godfidence because I really felt the change where it's like, you know, I used to be used to, you know, think like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. So that is your placement in life. And that's this label that you carry. And if you do anything that tarnishes the name of Christianity, then you are not the standard and people can't look at you. Mm -hmm. And I had to really grow through understanding like, no, I'm not perfect. No matter what I do is not going to be making me perfect. I am a Christian because God loves me and because of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And until I started to really understand that and understand what my walk with God looked like, I didn't feel like I could really fully commit to being a Christian. And that's wow. where I felt the change. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's awesome. And so now I've gotten so good at being like, you know what? Like, all for God, I'm here for it. Like, <laughs> let's do this. I was like, he's going to 10x whatever I want. And so it's cool because I, you know, yeah. the faith and the trust for God as I'm getting older and as I experience hard times, right. as I experience those low moments, yep. it has been so comforting to know no matter how alone I feel, I'm I'm not alone. Mm-mm. Right. Amen. That's awesome. I just keep thinking about the word intersection. How um, you came from, you know, Cleveland. I know. You're you're from Korea. Korea. How in the world does that happen? Right. Except by God having an intersection where he knew the two of you needed to be together to continue a a possible ministry. And really ministry was what you're doing as well. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we disguise those things as other things, but really it's ministry because when you get down to the nitty gritties of everything, it's really about your relationship with Christ and and moving people that you know closer to him, maybe just through a friendship or just through a conversation or whatever. But I just keep thinking of the word intersection, how God just did that for both of you yeah. to mm-hmm. be in this this relationship that you have. Oh yeah, I'm constantly, God, use me. I love that. <laughs> I never thought about the year that you were born in relationship to my birthday. Oh. Like what year were you born? 87. Right. And I gave my life to the Lord in 88. Oh. Wow. That That's is really yeah. wow. So 87 you know, it was a very, you know, interesting year for me. But it was the summer of 88 that I gave my life to the, the Lord of 88. Because we share the same birthday. Oh, yeah, we oh, have the you same do birthday. Not. August 11th. Cool yeah. oh, that's yeah. my dad. That was my dad's birthday. Oh, my God. We have a special love for August 11th birthdays. <laughs> now we love yeah. your dad extra, too. Yep. He would have been 84 and he died in June, but we had his funeral on the 12th. Oh my goodness. So you can understand that energy that comes with those from August 11th birthdays. Yep. <laughs> they have a special place in my heart. Yeah. There we are. Well, you'll never forget our birthday. No. Wow. <laughs> yes. That is very we special. had no idea. Mm-mm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's why it's another intersection. It's an intersection. And you know that 2018, while I joke about not wanting to spend money on my ticket, I did purchase Kalina's book. And I, and I, mm. if you know me, like I, 
I can sometimes come across very extroverted, but internally I'm very like wallflowery. And so I was like going up to Kalina, like, hey, I bought your book. And can you sign it? <laughs> and so she signs my book and she signed it. You are a blessing. Mm-hmm. And, and so like, you are a blessing to me. And it was one thing that I was like, oh, I'm listening to her. Like, she's a blessing to me. She doesn't know how much she changed my life. And then to now see all these years later, oh it's God. like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's still talking through. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Uh, yeah, because now we're business partners with, with LifeQuest, which is the CRM. Oh, that yeah. has been a metamorphosis of all of my years of doing this a business. It's a seed planting. planting. Well, right? tell us what the CRM yeah. acronym stands for. Yeah, so LifeQuest is Live Your Forever. So L-Y-F Quest, Live Your Forever Quest, CRM. It's a CRM for people like me or people like Julie. Who client are, relationship It's management. a client okay, relationship no, management for, system. Right. Yeah. Yep, that is designed for self-improvement industry leaders. And that could be pastors or people who are trainers or consultants who are connecting personal development, leadership development, soft skills, whatever the case might be. It's an exchange for your growth. Wow. And so it allows people like myself who wear multiple hats. And when I say multiple hats, that means... We can be podcasters, and I'd like to offer you that medium when you're looking for self-improvement. Mm-hmm. I'm also an author of a book that I like to position for people to enjoy because they're book readers. I am also a coach who wants to offer my one-on-one services for personal development to have one-on-one sessions, but I also can do online learning and give you self-paced automatic content Mm -hmm. to allow you to learn and grow from from an online learning system so as a self-improvement industry leader we can choose podcasts and training and audiobooks and e-content to get in front of our people and you're choosing all of these mediums when you look for things to inspire you but as a self-improvement industry leader who can do it all why can't i have a place that can streamline all of that sure right so if you come to me for coaching I would love for you to know that there is a podcast available for your listenership. Right. There is audiobooks or books that you might find of value that I can extend to you either from my own or from credited, credible leaders that I think you would be inspired right. by. So the goal is to be that thought leader that people choose over and over again for their self-improvement. Nice. Mm. Yeah. So what's, what's the website for that? Yeah, it's LifeQuest, L-Y-F-Q-U-E-S-T dot I-O. Okay, we'll add okay. that to the show. Well, yeah, and there's a really cool special right now. It's unlimited, unhinged for 25 bucks a month. Oh, nice. I know it. And, well, we, and I think yeah. most people think it's just like, and I'll be honest, I think everyone could benefit from therapy. I think everyone can benefit from coaching. It's yeah. not like you achieve the blue ribbon and you're done. The That's race right. It's a constant. It's just like our relationship with Christ. We're constantly growing. We're learning. constantly learning. We're constantly shedding. We're reaching for it. We're shedding something that we've been carrying that he's waiting for. It's not like uh, you chop an onion open and it all pops out. We take a layer at a time because if really, if he was going to be honest with me, I'd be in a corner curled up in a ball. Like he'd oh, be yeah. like, me yeah, too. Jenny, let's have a talk. Yeah. But he's like, let's just subtly take this layer off. Yeah. And as you grow, I think that's how that works. We shed a layer and take on a more of him and, wouldn't and be, less of us. And wouldn't that be cool if you're a leader of choice? In other words, if you're a therapist or counselor right. that you love, that has supported you in this moment and you are still in the atmosphere of what they offer. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, I need now. I want to know if they have something I can use for this. Right. You would continuously keep choosing that right. leader potentially right. if you knew that they offered it. Right. Right. Anyone that is in my industry that is considered a small business owner 
has to carry eight to 12 digital tools just to oh, communicate yeah. to you yeah. about what we offer. And, and that's all intrusive, <laughs> independent of each other. And that's intrusive to someone who has a mission and a vision to extend services to someone in multiple mediums. Right. And this is what LifeQuest does. It allows nice. me to streamline those digital tools in one location to that's be able awesome. to set up multiple services and streams of income and digital products. And if you're paying $10 a month for five tools, you could get all five tools in one nice app for $25 nice. that's a month. Right. And that's brand right. it with your logo and your colors. And it looks just like your own foolproof developed app mm-hmm. made just for you. Yeah, because wow. it gives them an app to give out to their clients so that they can stay in touch that's real time. phenomenal. Yeah. That's, that's an incredible resource. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, oh thank my gosh, you. you girls are... So smart. Ah, uh, we're we're we're, we're swinging for the resource. Yeah, but we're grateful. We get to. We don't have to. Oh we my get gosh, to. it is so cool. I wake up every day. So yeah, 2020 is when I started the business podcast editor because the world shut down and I couldn't do massages. You can't virtually adjust. They were yeah. you know, they were selling courses where you could like sit on a, you know, video conference call and like walk your clients through self-massage. And I just Ugh. thought that was kind of cringy. Wow. Like, would you lay in your I bed and be like, that. I'm gonna tell you to Rub your scalp. Yeah. <laughs> like, Any way to try to make a buck, I'm sure. I know. Lean against the wall, the corner, and go I like know. this. Yeah. And there was videos of people using oh. like mop the broomsticks to try to massage oh, people gosh. from six feet away. I'm well, glad that's over. Well, I love the fact that she, we invested and for all her leading skills. all prior to. So when the world shut down, she was able to go boom, 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 boom. And that yeah. was and a keep moving. lot of work in itself, too, because I, you know, my identity was tied to massage therapy. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. thinking I was out of a job, out of a career. People right. were looking at, you know, collecting unemployment. They were like looking for different ways to, you know, what were we going to do? We just wait it out. Like, yeah. and I was like, screw that. I'm just going to start this online website and see what happens. And it was tough. But, you know, we had forbearances we could take advantage right. of. And I really buckled down in that in that office which is now Lana's bedroom <laughs> your baby and she had a baby in the yeah, midst of the I pandemic 21 that baby yes. uh, yeah she that, had a pandemic baby which again so helpful God <laughs> wanted to know you know like that I would need a second set of skills and I would build on those skills in an online business and just lean into the faith and understanding of like hey I can make whatever situation work That's and right. then to have a baby the year after and be so grateful that I had the freedom in my schedule oh, to be absolutely. able to sit at home right. and answer emails I remember coming out of the C-section and checking emails and editing she podcasts was. Oh, I was my. like oh my god that night because we were life quest. I know. She was like, you didn't have to be here. I was like, I don't want to miss anything. I was like, Julie. Wow. That's why we have That's teams. Incredible. <laughs> she must have still been on the few little drugs there at that point. Laying right? down. I can imagine. She was laying that back. Was oh my wow. gosh. Well, that's commitment. Hungry, not hopeful. Yes, Hungry, yes, not hopeful. Well, you girls, right. we are thrilled that you joined us today. Right. We're so thankful that you took time um, to explain to us a little bit about some seed planting in your lives and how you, right. the two of you are planting <laughs> seeds all the time, it sounds to me like. Mm-hmm. And we'll come back in another, I don't know, a couple months or whatever and talk a little bit yeah. about our seed. After the workshop. After the workshop. <laughs> you guys do not want to miss that. November, November 3rd. 3rd. It's all day. We're going to have coffee. You're going to have lunch provided. Uh, you're going to walk away with tools and resources. You'll be able to hang out with the coolest people. Oh, my. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. Here in Kokomo, Indiana. That's right. Yeah. Give us a call or just come on in at crossamerica.net. Go online at Forge Slash Events and we can get you hooked up or come 
on out. Take a look at the studio and mm-hmm. see what you think about oh, it. And it's beautiful. You can meet Jennifer and myself and we can walk you through how the process works. So, but thank anyhow, we just can't thank you girls enough today. Thank really. you. You're thank precious you. women. And we just feel like God's got such incredible things mm-hmm. even in the future. I mean, you're doing incredible things now, because, but think about what he's going to do. I know. <laughs> the best is yet to come. That is exactly right. Living the That's dream. True. It's very true. It's so. awesome. It's awesome. Well, we certainly appreciate you, uh, listener, tuning in today to Soul Farmer. We try to drop a, a new episode every Friday, yep. and this week is no different. So we certainly appreciate that, and we look forward to hearing more about how you are planting seeds for Heaven's Harvest. So do reach out for, to us and keep us posted. Uh, we can be found on social media at Cross America Inc., and uh, we will put that in the show notes for you as well, as well as all the other great resources we've talked about. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, follow oh. us all those great spots right there. Right. Okay. Until next time. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. You. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it. Share it with people you care about, people you think this will benefit. Share with your team or colleague who is having a difficult time and is looking for solutions. We all want to help people live empowered, to know what to do when faced with uncertainty. And I believe that these ideas can help others have that success. So please share it. But also follow us on our hashtag community power purpose plan and tell us what you think and how this episode has helped you. Diamonds, you have a choice to live connected to progress and growth. You deserve it. And it is yours to have. Live life, my friend, and be encouraged to step into your power purpose plan today. Until next time, take care.